Elevation requires separation. Separation requires deviation. Deviation strains the vibration of fear to open to the frequency and adhere. Open to the healing, open to the destruction, open to the fire, open to the contradiction. Breaking away from the identity of serenity to come into the chaos of your divinity. Love speaks. Where love derives, 
to become our truth. That's one thing that we tend to get lost in. The vibration of what we've gotten comfortable in is going to be shaken by the resonating frequency to be something more. To let go of the ideal thoughts, the ideal acts that never growing up, that childhood and identity that leaves you behaving as an unconscious child. It's time to switch that from unconscious to becoming conscious. That awareness that in order to live, one must die first. That genius is the thirst that feeds the intelligence. Welcome to the God Hour, season two. Episode 14, Vibrations Peak. We about to get into this. Understanding the aspect 
in context of humanity as regarded to unity, humanity regarding to love, humanity regarding to the human thought uh, is what we are breaking away from to tap into our higher self. It's going to require that destruction. It's going to require the destruction. It's going to require the the letting in that energy that we still behind that was we're forward to based on what it actually is and that's hate yeah we're gonna get into that hate aspect the understanding the deeper aspect of what hatred is towards as an energy not as bad or good remember we're going from negative to positive so some things that are destruction under the guise of human human thought destruction is bad destruction is hatred destruction is fear destruction is the catalyst for on our higher self that we need to get into and understand in destroying the old to embrace the love of the new destroying the old to become in tune with the building of the new you can't love and fear in the same space remember down here at this level in this realm everything's been split that's why the tree of life in order to get to the tree of knowledge you must die first that means you must submit your life submit your humanity to death in order to have knowledge of your true self and it coming into balance we get stuck on which side of the line we're on when the line needs to be destroyed altogether in order to recreate and retune. And that's what we're going to get into today. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. I'm Papa Lucy. And sit back, relax, relax your mind, let your conscience free. You're not rolling with Papa Lucy. <laughs> Yeah, and I let the sage fill the room. Got that white sage burning, so it can give us that, put us in that vibe, that vibration. And we don't get real deep in this vibration and frequency. Why it's so hard to let go? We keep building. I'm gonna let that beat ride itself out, and then we gonna get into this. Book to the God album once again. I love y'all. Let's get into this. Ashe. again to another great remember only one day matters and that's two day we often get lost in which side of the line to be on rather than taking the aspect of destroying that line altogether understanding both sides of the line 
are on the same pole, two sides of the same coin, that transparency factor. Trying to constantly live for everyone else, almost never having a moment that is us. An ongoing theme that's within trying to desperately walk the line between compassion for self that is only muffled behind the caring for others' perceptions. Dying to reflect within self conflicts with the preset list of what is acceptable to be black. Afraid to create our own. That's one major thing that we do a lot of the times. When we're coming into our reality of ourselves to unlock that enlightenment and knowing of ourselves, killing ourselves, we're letting go of everything that we held dear, everything that we're, we're afraid to let go of. And that shifts the vibration, that fear, you get to this point of fear where it peaks. And then you have a decision to make within that peak. Are you going to leap into the unknown that is the insanity of what true love of, true love, that unconditional love factor is? Or are you going to repeat the same thing over and over again? So afraid to lose, not being able to open to a feeling of what is in reality of abundance, of wealth, prosperity of self. We tend to be so afraid to lose something from our past that we're looking at what we're gonna lose and we're not coming into what we're gonna gain. We're looking at what we're gonna lose based on the identity, as I always say. But we're not looking at what we're gonna gain in love of ourselves, that self-reflection, that peace, that happiness, that, that overall content of building ourselves to become something more. Letting go of what is starving us, starving our soul, and actually feed it. It's only just feeding our ego. And that's that vibration that a lot of people are wrong. We look at the constant state of being in the time loop. And what I mean by being in that time loop is you're always behind something. You're always trying to rush to do something. You're always trying to be in every place at once. But the thing about trying to be everywhere at once, it's possible, but you just got to understand the fact of the power that's within yourself. You cannot be everywhere at once sustaining a light that's long burnout. You burn yourself out doing that. You burn yourself out over and over and over again in this aspect of trying to be for everybody else and as I said this over this last weekend, being the mother, being the father, being the sister, being the brother, being the being what you are based on the identity of what you came into. Supporting yourself on a foundation that isn't even beneficial to your higher self. As we always, as I said last week, humanity is the dog. Humanity is the dog. So if you sucked into the darkness and 
you don't even realize where your light's at. When you come into this consciousness, when you come into consciousness, that's going to be one of your biggest battles. Because we're stepping out of the aspect of being lost, translating self into what is a limited illusion based on repetition. You're repeating yourself over and over and over again in this space. Like I remember old Flintstones cartoons and old cartoons, like when they would have the running scene and Dino would be running through the house, but it'd be like the same space in the house. It'd be like a a typecast. You going on a typecast, you, you're subjecting yourself to the ideals of what it is to survive. And as you're coming into your higher self, you're no longer thriving on surviving. That you're growing in your resistance to the unity. You're, you're growing in the resistance that is unity. You're growing away from it, actually. You're growing away from what is the serenity of surviving and you're going into the chaos of love when we talk about hatred they say hate kills hate does not kill Bobby Hammond broke that down hate does not kill hate kills hatred on this level is a full understanding you feel me remember how I said before when you, if you hate something learn every aspect of it so you no longer have a hatred for it you have an understanding of it because we're going from a level of destroying one side to rebuild the other if you look at movie if you look at transformers for instance megatron's whole goal was to bring their planet into the they were to bring their planet that was unseen into the physical world you're taking yourself out of the mind. You're destroying the concepts of morality, traditionalism, which are under that bucket, under that umbrella of humanity to go forward. So everything here is based upon humanity. Materialism is based upon humanity. Uh, this thing that they call unity is based on the humanity. You're breaking away from these concepts. You're breaking away from these what are now triggers to your traumas. You'll die, you'll fight and fight and fight till you fought and fought and fought not to get your head done. But then you got your head done and you actually liked what your head looked like. You fought and fought and fought until you fought and fought and fought sitting at the kitchen table doing your ABCs, one, two, threes, and then once you are, once you achieved it, you weren't mad anymore. So that process that is hatred in the essence of what hatred is, it's destroying the boundaries that lock you in. Destroying the boundaries that lock you in. As I said earlier, so you're no longer translating yourself into what is a limited based upon repetition. I no longer 
lock myself into the box of what a traditional strong black man is. I no longer lock myself into the box of simply being African. Because I understand that I am the original. If you're the original, the contradiction would always be, no, you're from Africa, go back to Africa. But I'm the original, therefore I'm everywhere. We were everywhere first. So the contradiction is where you need to understand. Why would they resort, why would they limit you to the repetition of your Africa, your Africa? Why would they limit you to being in that one dust is the vast continent, continent in the motherland of the cradle of civilization where everything migrated, why would you be locked down to that one space? It's a subjective thought. Because if I put that subjected implant and it's put that into your mind, everything that you do will be based upon that fundamental. So if I say you're from Africa, it's the same thing to me saying you're from the hood. It's within you. But until you understand every aspect of why it was put there and why it was put within you in the first place, actually you were put within it, rather, because you're going from conscious to unconscious. You're going from unconscious to conscious. You're going, yeah, you're going from conscious to unconscious. We're going from the state of serving to becoming. So when you look at the picture of the image that they give you of a, how real is your image if it can be portrayed on the television? I say this all the time. How real is your image if it can be perceived on the television? How authentic is that? How authentic can it be if they can replicate it over and over and over again? You don't make no, you, you make more money when you die. You make more when you die. Can you have a deeper understanding of what death is? When I say you, I make more, I do more now that I've died and came back into my rebirth and died and came back to the rebirth because every time I died, I had to let go of something. That vibration that I was on that was based upon fear, it no longer exists. It's gone. It's back there. That peak no longer can hold my frequency. So I crystallized myself at the peak of my fear and all the negative energy, all the negative energy that is sued behind the aspect of that fear now propels me into a new positive sense, new positive state, since I'm now in understanding. Because once you under, every day that you live is a day that you should learn. Because every day that you learn, don't learn, you die. So you're dying in ignorance. The lack of Nazi text, I always go back to Nazi text, please read Nazi text. Nazi text says, ignorance, the byproduct of ignorance is sin, the lack of knowledge, not standing on your square. Remaining tethered to what is perceived to be the ideal black person from the hood. It puts you in a childlike mind state because you never really grow. You're grasping onto what it is, what it seems to be the image of an adult, what it seems to be the image of conscious, 
what it seems to be the image of uh well what it seems to be the image of a strong black man but it streams what it seems to be the image of a strong black woman but it's only an image it's an image based on the perception of the reality that is in this space you are giving that title you are given a title devoid of your own so in order and this is all a part of you we going to sleep sorry i'm the spirit is getting to me. Getting tall sometimes. It's a real passion for me. But you literally put yourself in a position where you were something. To say you were is to denounce it. To say you were a king, say you were a queen, or say you were a, a god, to say you were a chaos being, to say you were a titan, that's denouncing it. That's the same thing as saying I was a Christian, but I'm no longer a Christian. I was a Christian until I understood I was more than that. Through the aspects of what Christianity was and what it is, the fragments, I learned that putting all these fragments together and reading them as myself and putting the other pieces to that, I became the Christ. I am the Christos in it. That's within all of us. That's that Kundalini energy, that's that rising of that energy, that light within inside. I had to go into the dark, I had to die first. So I had to die and perform my resurrection into many, many lives. And as I'm doing this, you start understanding why you vibrate different, why your vibe is different, why your, why your mindset is different. Instead of the recapturing of the moments of true self lost within the white noise. You're going from submitting to the white noise to be loud and it muffles your inner voice to you're recapturing from these moments, moments to learn. Because every moment on, every moment that you are awake, that you rise up out of your bed is a moment to learn. And it's not always the book it's the experiences that get you what you learn. So if you're not in that mindset to learn something or put yourself into a ability to take yourself to another level or reach yourself to another level, what are you really doing? You feel me? Like, it's like the aspect of everybody wanna be a rapper. Everybody wanna be a rapper, everybody wanna be a drug dealer, everybody wanna be the car show king, everybody wanna be some of these mundane realities that are always and always based upon the ill-gotten reality of I'm a cautious uh, yeah you want to be the ill-gotten reality of the next you're you just want to live in a reality show and that's cool it's cool you want to be in a reality show and live the reality show life but that life isn't even real you're sustaining this light or putting this light upon yourself as I plug in my um USB port you're putting yourself into this light that is going to lock you in the constraints of time. That's why you got people out here, I don't care what age you are, everybody can relearn, but the thing that stops you from learning is your thinking that you're grown. The vibration of thinking that you're grown, being stuck on that frequency, that bandwidth. And the only reason, the only way that you, the reason that you always are upset 
within that frequency is because it's forcing you the universe is literally forcing you to shift out of where you're comfortable at just like the earth the earth we'll look at it in this context it's always regenerating it's always growing it's always going through seasons you go through seasons you are the essence of the reflection of all things so just like the trees and nature go through what it go through you go through the same shit you don't die your eternal energy you are eternal you are yes you are infinite light beings so if you're stuck in this mindset that's why no matter they give you an apartment they give you a crib and it's empty but you fill it with your own stuff because you're unconsciously trying to make that space your own <clears throat> you did you're conscious you're unconsciously trying to make that space your own you're unconsciously trying to make things your own like if you go to your job you have a uniform but you try to wear your hair a certain way within the limits you try to make it your own it's time to Stop trying to make things your own that are not yours. This is the mindset of switching from the mere existing to wake up, go to work, wake up, go to a party, wake up, get in your car, wake up, go clean your, clean your shit. And there's nothing wrong with these aspects. It's just we got to do more. And when you're in a certain aspect, it's like you start realizing you need to do more. That's the first key to where your fear is starting to peak. Because your fear only can go as far as what it knows. Your ego only goes as far as what it knows. The more information, when you start expanding your mind and expanding your horizon, the more you're able to take in, the more you're able to focus, the more you're able to actually see things for what they are because you're stepping out of the boundary that was put into you were put into yes about the project we're building a deeper connection to what we are that's the big that's it's the it's a major key but in order to do this we got to acknowledge within ourselves that unity aspect that I was talking about earlier that we're going to get deeper into. The unity of black people is not going to happen. We were given everything from, you say, religion. We stepped out of religion without removing from the... We, you can't step out of something until you understand the fundamentals of it. The deeper you want to go, the more fundamentals of that space you need to understand. What it is, why it's there, what are the side effects, what are the causes, what are the causes that put the effects in the order? I've said that, but I said that during the um, lecture on Friday. Everything around you is simply a side effect of your own thoughts, your own consciousness, what you're aware of and what you're not aware of. Everything around you is a result of your own consciousness based on what you have taken in. 
what you know, what you understand. So everything becomes a constant reflection, a revolving door of sorts, a revolving door of mirrors. So you think you're walking out, you're seeing something different, but you're only seeing the same thing just on the different wavelengths within that frequency that you're stuck on. You haven't even graduated to that next level yet because you're still stuck on the fundamentals of where you came from. I said it every week when I say people are getting stuck on being oppressed and the white man being a devil and all this shit. How can they, and I always say that same asset is synonymous with to your religious family members, you're the devil. In reflection of them. And what's in their reflective life, what's right in front of them, you become what is the antagonist of their reality. So it's only gonna repeat itself until you understand that, yo, that's in place where it needs to be. I went to my mom's house this weekend and it was a great experience for me. It was great, I was able to sit there, gave her her Mother's Day card, and it was a great feeling for me. It was an accomplishment for me because I took a Mother's Day card and I got my um my stamp for my for the Gotico Alchemist company. And I put my stamp inside her card. And I wrote something, I wrote something very uh in-depth for her. And I said, thank you. I said, yeah, firstborn and now owner. I love you and I said thank you and she was reading it and I said now look down no don't close the car yet look at the the stamp and she was like what's that I was like that's the stamp from my company I was telling you about and she looked at me and I saw the tears come to her eyes because I shocked a vibration, that frequency she was on. I showed her that I went there. And for that simple thing, cause that's a major breakthrough because I remember the whole entire time, my mom, for a long time, she all like, the natural aspect of a mother, she's nurturing you to do something more. Even if they can't go there, they can't seem to see that, your job is to take it to the next level. Take what you learned in those aspects of where you're at and take it to the next level. Even if there was no one there to show you, you didn't need no one actually there to show you. It's inside you. Everything that you go through is giving you that power to champion yourself to the next level. I had to let go of a lot of shit. I had to die a lot of times just to get to that space, get to get to that level, and that shit changed me. It, 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 it evolved me. I could have stayed in that same space and I could have made the excuses that everybody around that space did. But you gotta remove yourself from the negative aspects in order to see yourself for what you actually are. Because if you're stuck in the aspects of what you came here as, based on your identity, what your identity was shaped into based on ego, based on humanity, then you never can really tap into yourself. 
you never can start healing. You cannot heal in the space where you are poisoned. You can't even see the poison being administered if you're in the space where the poison is administered. You have to step outside of it. It is not ne it's not good or bad, it's positive and negative. That's just like it's something as simple as when you wanted to do your own thing, but you were still under your mother's roof, you still you you found ways you found ways to go out and do what you wanted to do. But you always had to go back home. It wasn't until you actually built your own space that you actually could enjoy it. That's the difference. Some people are stuck in that childlike mind state, are stuck in this space in their mind where they're never gonna feel fulfilled because they haven't embarked on the journey. They're used to everything coming to them the way that it's coming to them. They're used to the little bit that they're getting. They're used to the little bit that they're getting because it's a reflection of the worth of themselves. It's a reflection, it's a self-reflection of their worth. It's a self-reflection of their love. It's a self-reflection of their, what they, the light that they see inside themselves. It gets crazy. For example, and to understand that, we have to understand and break away from that B brain or the high mind mindset. And that's the main mindset that we have been lowered down into. We're gonna break down a little bit of that. The beehive mindset, the B mind or the high mind mindset is at 40 hertz. You're naturally been tuned, everything around you has been tuned to a B mind, that B mind or that high mind mindset. When you think about insects in the wild, you think about uh, insects in the wild, you think about, I don't know why I said insects in the wild. I don't know, you think about insects, animals, they have their own set of things that they do in the wild. Like lions have their pride, have their hierarchies. Wolves have their hierarchies. Bees have their organization. Ants have their organizations. No one had to tell them how to be them. You feel me? Even if you take ants and put them in an ant farm, that's when you have to train them, but you have to trick them into that space. A lion still thinks it's in the wild, but somewhere inside it is its soul is dying or its spirit is dying because it cannot see what it usually sees. It doesn't feel what it usually feels because it's in a space that's foreign to it. So in order, under, in order for us to understand this vibration and the frequency and how to shift frequencies and shift that into that aspect and allow that vibratory rate of love to actually take effect, we gotta break away from the high mind mindset, the humanity's definition of unity. I'm just cycling through the thoughts as I'm going through the notes that collective mindset due to the immense programming this is where we're going I'm going to lay out the key points now due to the immense programming we act as the side effect 
because of the inorganic natures of a foreign environment. You act like your environment. Your environment is your where you learn from. Your environment is your teacher. Everything around you that's within your environment is your teacher. Until you're ready to embrace that you don't know everything, basically, you can't even start the process. You'll be stuck within the subjective thought that's boiled you down to this point. Bama. Leave it over to the sponsor real quick. And then we gonna get deeper into this one. A lot of, I got a lot of channels coming through right now as I'm doing it. That's why I like, this is the way it is. But we gonna let it flow real smooth after we get back from the break. Thank you for choosing the God Hour. <laughs> you be anywhere in the world by now, but you here with Ken. You here with the King, you here with the God. You here with the Titan Papalusi. Back after this. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the second part of God Occult. Alchemist, God Hour. What I was saying before we got to the break was in this case, we're going to get into the B brain or the hive mental complex. A collective, in this case, to consciousness in this setting. A collective, in this case, consciousness or the awareness in this setting. Due to immense programming, we act as the side effects. The inorganic nature of a foreign environment. We act as the side effect. And when I when I say this, people are like, what, what, the side effect? Because I said before, and I put it out there before, like, they're the side effect. Everything outside of you, basically, the extreme of it Every other race is a side effect of you going into slumber and coming into that space. As you came down into these levels, you left remnants of your consciousness. In each one of those spaces, the consciousness took form the way the mind is all and everything is mental. The mind is all, the universe is mental. So that means the mind was first. So you created from the mind. You created a consciousness and then the consciousness formed through the Adam, Eve of the first human. That first archetype, that first light body that you created. And as you came down, each time that you came down and you read a lot of the mythos, a lot of the uh, books, Gnostic texts, Hermetic texts, an architects it tells you every time you came down you slowed down you came down as you came down shit slowed down because there was nothing up there to keep it at that speed and when you read the story of the titans the great mother sophia crumbled the bodies you read the great worker the mother sophia great mother sophia and crumbled down 
and put the souls into the bodies down here. That was your, that was another falling story. So basically we're acting as the, we're acting as the inorganic or the carbon-based life forms or the carbon-based consciousnesses, consciousness that is at every space. That's the aspect of Leo asked for a white girl that when you get some money, you leave out the hood and you go live over there in the gated community. That's the aspect of acting as the side effect. Because you're you're stepping away from something that is not you into something that's more not you. Because you're stepping further and further away from yourself. That's the aspect when you watch um, Goodbye Uncle Tom or any of these older, any of those older uh, movies and they're talking about, no, we bring them up to be like, we don't keep them around them because they're too smart. We bring them up around us. That way they grow a hatred for their own kind and their kind grow a hatred for them. And they're so far separated that they rather die than go back. That was the aspect also programming death into your mind. You're afraid to die. You're afraid to transition. That's all death is. Death is transitioning through that door, through that gateway into the knowledge. You have to die. Ignorance must die in order for you to learn some shit. You gotta, you can die ignorant or you can die intelligent, die an intellectual or you can transition into your intelligence. Falling into the constant need for acceptance. That's one big thing when it comes to that vibration mindset that free, coming into your frequency. It's the fear of wanting to be accepted. The fear if you go too far out, that, that gap, no one's gonna follow you. Remember, study all follow none. So if anybody's meant to be on the level that you're meant to be on, anybody has the desire to be where you're at, they're gonna go through those steps. They're gonna follow, they're gonna study the moves that you made in full. I study the moves around me. I study the moves that are made around me in full. When I go to an area, when I go to a place that's of new nuance, I study the environment. Everything that's within the environment. I study the mannerisms. I study how people speak. I study how they talk. I study what they, what their excitements are. I study what you're, I'm in a constant state of study. I study the, I study the grass and how it's been cut. I study the, what's playing on the TV. I study the music. I study these aspects because it gives me a overall understanding of the vibration in that space. Why the vibration doesn't match with why am I not able to speak? Why does my anxiety speak up, peak up? One thing that I did notice is if you've never been alone and you have a fear of being alone, you have a fear of your true self. I put it, I'll use this as an example. I'll use, I'll use today as an example. I am very, very sound in being in my own space. I'm very, very sound. I'm very, very comfortable being alone because I create from that solitude. 
I can create the podcast. I can create the lecture notes, create commercials, video ads. I have a sense of creation, so I'm never bored in my space. But I remember when I was first coming into my first space, my first apartment. I'll use my first apartment for an example. I got my first apartment and I was so excited to be able to go to the furniture store. Uh, I was stuck in the vibration. I was stuck on unconscious and I realizing I went to uh, one of the local rent to own places around my spot. And I went and got my television. I was so excited to pay it off because I had the money to pay it off. And I got my space, everything in my space that I wanted. I had the TV, I had my entertainment system, I had my furniture laid out the way I wanted it, my candles laid out the way I wanted it, my bedroom was set up, I had my mood set. But I didn't feel fulfilled because I didn't wanna do anything else to the space because I had a, a cute thing like if I decorated my space too good, that if a young lady come over and I'm entertaining her, she think I'm living with some chick. Because my space was that I was impeccable. I was unconsciously tapped into my feminine aspect of nurturing and creating from the knowledge of what I had. But I would sit in my living room, similar to how I'm sitting in my living room now. I would sit in my living room and I would turn on the TV and I would flip through some channels or I would put on Constantine, that's one of my favorite movies. I put on Painful, I watch a movie, probably fall asleep on the couch, wake up, go take a shower, go to bed. Or I would sit in my space I always had to have something on. I always had to have the TV on. I always had that music playing. I always, I always had to have something on unconsciously to keep my attention, so I wouldn't. It would drown out the boredom. Rather, I felt the sp I filled the space with a certain energy, so I wouldn't feel. I wouldn't feel alone because I was afraid to feel alone. So what that led to me was. I was in my space by myself, fed myself, cooked my food, did whatever I did. But then every once in a while, I would invite people over. I would invite friends at the time, people I was associated with at the time. And I had to have food. I had to have beverages, adult beverages or just plain soda or whatever. I always had to have something in the, I had to have something in the space to connect them to. Because when that left out, and I started realizing when the food was gone, when the alcohol was gone, when the smoke was gone, when everything was gone, they left. And I was left back in the space by myself. So I did, I was creating externally ways for things. I was creating external factors within that external environment to have things connect to me. So I was never alone. I just had a fear of actually being to myself and actually understanding myself. So I was stuck on that wavelength of acceptance. I was stuck on this wavelength of somebody having to see me, the attention aspect. 
And that's what you're stuck in now, that hive mind mindset. Let's get back into this hive mind mindset. The B mind hive, the B mind, or the hive mind mindset is at 40 hertz. 10% of your brain is in usage. Anything under 40 hertz, any, 40 hertz and below is clinically brain dead. You can look that up. Anything under 40 mega, 40 hertz, your brain is clinically, scientifically brain dead. You literally have to be fed everything. And that's very, very deep. You have to be fed everything based upon the already pre-programmed presets that are in your mind. So preset fear, preset oppression, preset traumas, preset traumas that are linked to the triggers. All of that has to be continuously fed so you don't literally die. So you stay in death. You stay in limbo. So you think about everything that's been put around you has been put around you to keep you in stasis. Remember the movie The Matrix? Everybody was plugged into the little thing. There were batteries. You plugged in as a battery. At 40 hertz, your lithium source is enough to power the day-to-day around you on a hive mindset. That's why whenever you first come into your awakening, you're gonna feel tired a lot. That's why it's always so rough when you come into your spiritual awakening because you're unplugging from the collective unity of humanity and you're shifting to a different frequency. That's why we always say let the dead lay with the dead because the dead are charged based on an external source where you're learning how to charge from your internal source your own soul, your own light, your own power. That's the story of Prometheus. When he's brought down the flame base, he brought down a flame and or he brought down the consciousness, he brought down the flame of the Naga aspect to man. When you're able to break through the knowledge, you're able to string it all together and create that web that gives you your charge. Similar to like, spiders don't Bees don't fly. Spiders use the vibrations in their web. As they build their web, they build their web to, the web is built in a certain design. So when they go to the center of their web, their body charges the web. They get the charge off of the web. So when you're at this different level, when you're shifting your vibration, this frequency that you're going to is moving at a faster rate. At a faster rate. It's similar to when your body's going through a detox. The only reason I'm saying that, I'm going through a detox right now. But when your body's on that detox state, you're going to that higher vibration, that higher frequency, you're gonna vibrate at a different rate. So the things that lay charge to you at that lower level, no longer can hold the charge or give you the charge that they used to give you. Similar to like when you were little, when you were a kid and your toys used to put, invoke your, constantly invoke your uh, energy into your toys and you gave them, you gave them names, you gave them backstories, you gave them everything. That's the same aspect of what you're doing now. That's when you're speaking to your, you're invoking your energy to, you're invoking your energy into your altar 
because your altar is your power source. That's your battery. You invoke your energy into the statues like across from me right now as I'm looking onward face of uh, looking around my computer I got Bassett and I got a Nubis or Ampu sitting on a sitting on one altar and I got my other altar sitting to the what would be the left of me so to the north of me which is to the north of me is my altar to the north I got Anubis and Bassett and then to my never eat slimy worms. To my west side, I have all of my candles lit on my, on my altar. Those are my power sources. Everything that everything on that altar is a reflection of me or a reflection of a family member or an ancestor. So it's a physical representation to draw that energy down that I invoke my energy. As I invoke my energy, I have batteries to cycle my energy back to me. Before, I never could think about doing that because unconsciously, look in your mother's house. Look in your grandmother's house, look in your mother's house, and they have altars built. Unconsciously, they have altars. Every other culture on the in the Eastern religions, they have altars, shrines. And that's where they evoke their energy from. So on that frequency, nothing on that, everything on that altar is of their frequency. It feeds them. They're not feeding, they feed it and it feeds them in tandem. When you're shifting, we're getting out of this aspect of needing something outside of us to sustain us. I need my mother to love me. I need my father to love me. I need my brother to love me. I need somebody to love me. The value of love that you're putting on an external aspect is based on lust. The aspect of love that we are looking for and we search for is based upon lust. We're hoping somebody loves us for us. But the thing is, when you evolve and you elevate, they're not going to love you. That's the thought process about it. They're not, someone cannot, you, you get into this aspect of understanding that people do not love you. They love the thought of you loving them. That's the reflection that you put out. You have this thought process in your mind that you love somebody based upon what they are, but what they become will you still love. That's why love is that contract. Love and trust are contracts that have to constantly be renewed. Because there's constant depths. The deeper and deeper that you get into yourself, you realize that more and more of your more and more of your old self dies. So the things that my mother loved of me in reality are not the same things based on what I am now. But the basis, the core aspects of what she loves about me are still intact based on her perception. I'm still her firstborn. I'm still her, I'm still the one that took 18 hours to be born. I'm still the one that was hard-headed. I was still the most independent, self-sufficient one. I'm still those things. So since I've learned from that aspect of being those things for my mother, I can be those things stronger for myself. 
because I have a place that I started from. You outgrow the aspects of the external factors, but those are still within the perception that your mother remembers you, the memory. So people love you based on what they remember about you. But then you start realizing that as you're growing, you're taking yourself to that next level, that the things that the people have in memory of you, you ever had a conversation with somebody and every time y'all have a conversation, they only talk about the same exact things over and over again. You remember when we went to this party, you remember when we went to the beach, or you remember when we went to this, you remember when we did that? It's because they have no stimulated growth in intelligence. That's why it's always a threat when somebody's doing something different. It's a threat when somebody's taking on something, going to another level. It's always a threat to them because they're gonna lose their power source. See, when you step away from that aspect of what your family is, friends are, everything based on humanity, you actually get to see what's been implanted into that entity. What's been masked, that entity is long gone. The entity of your mother is long gone in certain aspects. And if you're still holding on to that aspect, if your mother is still holding on to a certain aspect of what you were or aspects that of a trauma or an event, you trying to change their perception of reality and accept it and admit what they're admitting, you are administering to an energy, that's the energy suction, that's the energy vampire. You're submitting yourself to an entity, energy vampire, jinn, all of these aspects. You're submitting yourself to, I just wish my family would understand me. I just wish my boyfriend would understand me, my girlfriend would understand me, I wish my wife would do this more, I wish my husband would do this more, I wish this and this and this. You're wishing upon these empty ass tethers and you're creating these thought forms. So since you have a wish, you create any of that gen archetype and then they're gonna give you what you wish for. I wish my husband would do this. But you're gonna get a reflection of somebody else doing it that you wish what your husband would do. You're gonna do something and you're gonna get the attention based on exactly what you want. And everything at this level is based on exploitation and feeding. Either you're feeding off something or something's feeding off you. Either you're exploiting something or something's exploiting you. Either you're manipulating something or something's manipulating you. But you're stuck in the good and bad aspect and now understand negative and positive and seeing how it serves you and doesn't, how it doesn't serve you. So you're stuck in a conflict. I could never do this to that person, but they'll do it to you. I could never do that, but they do it to you. You see how that works? You stuck in the vibrate, you stuck in the polarity and they're vibrating and going further within that space because they can't go any other, no, the other, they can't go any further, but they're vibrating off, they're using your energy to vibrate and maintain that space. They're maintaining the frequency in that, they're maintaining that wavelength in that space so they can sustain and survive. So, yeah, let me get back to that story. You can have your own place to yourself and you can love that long, a long time, love being in the dark, I love meditation, I love 
being able to be in my space, do as I do. And you can have somebody come to your space that enjoys the same thing. But if they're not on the same frequency as you, them coming into your space, you're always going to feel an anxiety. This is getting in tune with your emotions. Anxiety is a great thing. Getting anxious is a good thing. It's a great thing when you're in balance of your emotions, when you're in balance of your, when you're, when you're moving in balance and not in trauma. Because if you're in a trauma, you're in that high-minded trauma mindset on that trauma frequency. When you get anxious, you start overthinking, and you'll always think the negative shit. When your anxiety kicks in, that panic attack kicks in, you start reacting to it. So you start serving the panic attack. You start serving the negative energy. You start getting nervous. I remember when I used to get nervous before I get a job. Every time I got nervous, I got the job. Every time. Every time I was nervous, I achieved what I needed to achieve based on the nervousness. And I'd be like shaking nervous, stuttering a little bit nervous until I learned that the nervousness was just my anxiousness. And I was basing, I was shifting from the trauma within that space of not doing something or not being able to, to my intuition of whenever I do have that same feeling, the nervousness is still there. It's just at a different frequency, moving at a different rate of vibrating, right? Bit rate is moving at a different bit rate. So I still get nervous. I still get excited. I still get happy. I still get angry. I still get mad. I still get all of the emotions. But since I'm in balance and I'm learning to balance, when I'm in that space, I learn how to thrive from it. I'm able to see what I need to see and move how I need to move. I don't have to speak certain ways. I'm not afraid to speak the tone that I speak. I'm not afraid to say, I'm not afraid to speak standing on my square, speak my truth. I'm not afraid not be accepted. And as you start doing this and you start changing your perspective on being accepted, being the, instead of, you're going from being accepted to accepting being, you're going from the comfort of being expected to the discomfort of being an odd man out. I love being an odd man out. I love being a detached one. I love being the, the, the quintessential loner. Because I don't have to connect to anything. I can step in, do what I need to do, and step back home. And I make my decision from there, I'm gonna go back again. That's that key I understand it. We get stuck in the trauma of what if I don't have this? And then you be you create a conduit that you need to stay there. When I get on, I'm gonna take care of my whole family. I said that last week. It doesn't matter what you do at a certain level when you're in a certain space. It doesn't matter what you do at a certain level, a certain space when you're doing something. If you are I could go into the, I said that during a lecture that's up now, what lies beneath. It doesn't matter if I walk into any project, build any neighborhood, any hood, and I go in and I put countless amounts of dollars into that space. If the mentality of the inhabitants of that, if the, 
inhabitants in that space are still within the old confines of the old hive mindset, it doesn't matter what I do to the space, its energy is already tarnished. It doesn't matter what you want to say to yourself, I do this for my people, I do this for my people, I do this for my people. Until you have first fixed the mentality of the people. Malcolm X said this, Malcolm X said this millions of times. Until you fix the mentality of the people, they're not your people. Until you accept the responsibility and accountability of changing your own mentality, to be able to reflect that and do that tenfold to the environment and change that frequency and leave space between that frequency and that old vibration so the fear can peak so because through that fear is your greatest potential so when that fear peaks of tired of being in that same space they have one of two choices either they leap into the unknowing of that darkness or they stay in a light of fear. Either you gonna jump or you gonna stay in that light. To the frequencies. Understanding, becoming what is hidden in plain sight. Your oppressor does it all the time. And I do heavy air quotes. Your oppressor does it all the time. Your oppressor hides behind every aspect that you say that they are. You say that they're evil, they hide behind them being evil. They say that they're diabolical practices of the cult, they hide behind their cult. They hide behind your science, they hide behind your math, they hide behind your greatness. They hide behind the things that made you great. They hide behind the things that made you the king and the queen. They hide behind the things that made you the god, the goddess, the creator, the titan. They hide behind it. And they usher in your reality. They usher in your environment. They usher in the food. They usher in the media. They usher in everything to keep you sustaining what you already believe to be true. While we sitting there compromising to survive. Crazy. But we gonna leave it over to We might take the break. Yeah, we're gonna take the break this time. We need to take the break the first time. As you can see, we just went straight to the next step. But we don't need a break for this one. And we're gonna get into the second half of the God Hour podcast. Vibration. The vibration peak. I see y'all in a little bit. Yep, 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 yep. We back, we back, we back again. We back, we back, we back again. We back, we back, we back. Has nothing to do with the beat. I got that. When I was doing this, when I was putting this one together, this I, I had that heart of the city type vibe to myself. So I did that one. But yeah, what we were on. The compromising to survive. Being in this constant need for acceptance, falling into that, there's a compromising to survive. You're compromising your healing from your trauma 
for acceptance of your trauma. The high mindset. Yeah, we don't we did live this one. But yeah, that compromising to survive is one route is submitting to your trauma for acceptance. Meaning the things that plague your mind, the things that set you up, the things that made you angry, the things that the thing that originally set everything in a place, you're trying to gain acceptance through the identity of yourself to sustain what you have. Well, I was talking about earlier, talking about your space. You can have someone come to your house. You can have somebody that can say and speak on an intellectual level. You dig? They have an open mind. They 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 have an intellect. They have a they have an ability with words. They they have everything that you need externally to sustain based on the surface level of self-esteem. So they make you feel good. They can cook. They look good in some booty shorts. Their beard is nice. Their locks look nice. They wear the little short cutter. They wear their braids nice. Their bundles look nice. Those are ex, those are, there's nothing wrong with those things, but we got to understand the reason that you intend, the reason that you intend with. The value that love that we look at, uh, we look at, our, look for ourselves as, should only be in self-reflection to the love of yourself. The surface level love, this frequency, this love that people are on, is based on the fear of adhering what it takes to get to themselves, to find it, for, find it in themselves. Take for example, if I'm sitting here having a conversation and there's a debate or an argument and the only word comes out is, I love you more than you ever know. It makes you feel good. But for me as the occultist as the psychologist as the alchemist i'm looking at how it fits there's a contradiction there i love ye i love you i love you more than you'll ever know it leaves a contradiction because now here's where the test comes in are you loving me based on reflection of love of myself are you loving me based on reflection of what i've accepted of you See, some people categorize their depth of their love for somebody based upon what they're able to get away with or what they're able, what is accepted. So say for the example, the physical mundane of sex. A person that actually look at somebody that's unhealed, a person that's unhealed the only things that they have to depend on is intellectual property, 
or very little intellectual property based on a subsurface on that sub that surface level and a little bit under the subsurface and physical aspects of themselves. They become sex slaves. They're like a sex slave, the sex slave mentality. They're they've worked on their seduction and physical aspects. Uh, remember the I think it was like the other week I was talking about and I talked about how uh, every the thought culture prostitutes and all of those aspects as I resituate myself. Everything in that aspect they're based on being unhealed. They're using unhealed, their unhealed aspects in order to gain unhealed attention. You heal, if you're based on a trauma, if you're living within the trauma and you're moving within the trauma, you haven't learned how to heal from the trauma, then everything that you do, everything that you administer will be based upon the trauma. No matter how much good intention you have, if you have not healed, if you have not opened up to a certain level to yourself, then all you're doing is feeding, feeding the trauma. That's all you're doing is feeding the trauma. Feeding your ego, feeding the identity based on the trauma. Getting attention based on the trauma. And this is what sets people up in a lot of the times where you start looking for external effects to drown out the noise. The eternal effects of self you try to look for in order to drown out the noise. You look for love, which is actually lust. You look for something to escape the reality or to escape the illusion that you're in. So you go from one illusion to the other, untethered. So since you're untethered, you're not, you're not, not untethered. Since you're not standing on anything, you fall into these pitfalls, you fall into these holes that are the addictions, that are unconscious remnants of what it's of your true self. That's why they say alcohol, liquid courage. The two people you can trust is a baby. You can trust what a baby, an old person, and a drunk person says because they're saying what they actually feel. Because they're in an altered state of reality. And if you are in a, if you're in an unhealed source, you're you haven't done any healing. When you go into these altered states, the only thing that comes out is the truth. The only thing that's going to come out is the truth. The truth of yourself. And then you're drowning out the noise, so you do more of it to drown out more of the noise trying to escape from having to deal with something, trying to deal, and it's more than just drugs. And this is the thing, based on subjective thought, they make you think it's just drugs. They make you think it's just drugs, alcohol, and, and sex. There's many different addictions. Escaping from your emotions, you emotionally eat. Escaping from your emotions, you always, try to be the life of the party. You always try to have someone in the bed next to you. You crave being held. You crave being based on the hot, but we're still in that B-complex brain. 
based on the hive mindset of the consciousness of what you've seen around you in your environment, that's what you want. So this creates triggers for internal working mechanisms such as jealousy, insecurities, low self-esteem issues. This creates triggers that are pressed that you try to cover. So if somebody has an insecure mindset or they're insecure of something, their intuition's out of whack because they're living in their trauma. So based on one thing that happened in their life over and over and over again, repeating itself because it's a repeating, it's, they're still in that light. They haven't went into the dark to understand why it happened and why, where it came from. They sustain an insecurity or a jealousy. So they become unhealthy in being overprotective. They become unhealthy in the way that they show their love. They become unhealthy in the mannerisms that in a healed person, they know when to stop. As opposed to an unhealed person doesn't know when to stop. An unhealed person, I'll give you an aspect, I'll give you an analogy, I'll give you something. You can be addicted to something only based on an imbalance. The mental illness is based on an imbalance. So somebody that's addicted to sex, addicted to that feel, addicted to the feeling, you gotta break down the aspects of what it is. They're addicted to touch, they're addicted to, they're addicted to being touched, needing to be touched, needing to be held, needing to be seen, needing to be given something that they see void in themselves. That's how they grow their attachment. That's how the narcissistic complex comes into play. That's how the narcissistic, a narcissistic person is. The four attachment types. Uh, I'm gonna say it on top of the head. Fear, fear is one of the biggest ones. The complex of, the hero complex of always looking at something outside of you, needing to save something. Fear or always joking about certain aspects, always joking on yourself, saying stuff about yourself in jokey manners so no one else can say it. Always pointing out things about yourself that you think other people are going to notice. These aspects that as soon as somebody says something in the nature of heal the unhealed, an unhealed, another unhealed person on that same vibration and frequency can say something to you that makes you feel so good about yourself but it's devoid and empty because they can't do anything to reinforce what they're saying other than other material objects because you've become a material object. The material the material object of their eye, of their upset, of their infatuation at that point in time. But so when you start changing and start trying to open to this external factor, they start to back away. Why is that? Because they have not embraced the depth into themselves to be proactive and guide you. They're a reflection of your own reality. People are only gonna go as hard for you as you go for yourself. You feel me? The energy is only gonna work for you as much as you work for yourself. This energy doesn't work. I tell people all the time, whenever I'm doing uh, their consultations, 
people always think there's some type of magic trick, but it's all about intention. And if you search for an external act, the external factor, you look at Orishas and things like that of that nature on the religious, like you just made it religified. If you look for something outside of you to set your attention upon and you follow, you're just doing the same thing externally. The same external factor of if you have Oshun or Yemenya, Yemenya, we'll use Yemenya for this example, and you go through the entire ritual of pleasing Yemenya. So you set your intention within the ritual. You feel me? So you're serving the ritual. So you're going through the intentions, setting your intentions and your affirmations and your manifestations based on the ritual. After you complete the ritual and you set your intent and you did everything within the ritual, and you do everything, something can happen. It's 50-50 chance. Something doesn't happen, you have something externally. I didn't do this enough, I didn't do this enough, I didn't do this enough, I didn't do this enough. You're now still externally because you don't have to take any blame. Therefore, you can say, that's why that don't work. That shit ain't real. So you say it ain't real. So I take you from the inner aspect. I read everything about Shango, Ogun, Obatala. I just use these because these are the first ones that popped in my mind all the time. I use those aspects. I study the properties and the principles of each one of these aspects. I have to find something internally to connect to these aspects. While I'm doing this, based on a healed mindset, on a healed mindset and discipline, looking at Yemenya, I see aspects of my grandmother. Looking at Shango, I see aspects of my cousin, some of my cousins. Looking at Ogun, I see aspects of my pops. I'm a, uh, yeah, my pops, my father. So I see the as I see the I see principal characteristics within each one of these deities, and I can overlay them into my ancestors, my ancestors that I truly and truly work with. So instead of submitting to the attributes of doing all of these things for Yemenya, I do the things for my grandma. My grandmother's favorite food is pears. My grandmother's favorite dessert is banana pudding and lemon meringue pie. One of my uncle's favorite desserts is lemon meringue pie. Funny thing about that, I went to the store to go get some non-dairy ice cream and I ended up buying some damn, I ended up getting pulled to a lemon meringue pie. Cut the slice, gave the offering to them, ate it, and everything that started coming through. Because you're in tune, you're based on your intuition. You follow your intuition, you always led to the right path. You follow the trauma, it's a 50-50 chance that you're going, 50-50 chance, two sides of the same coin, you're going to be led further astray. Either way, you're going to be led further astray or down a whole nother path where when you start that healing on that within, you follow the intuition and get to the same spot. Five plus four equals nine. So does three plus six. How I get to that space, how I get to where I need to get to, depends on which one resonated with me. The three plus six resonates with me more. 
than the five plus four. That doesn't make the five plus four wrong. It just wasn't right for me. I like the process of doing it that way. That works for me. I can set my intentions to that. That resonates with me, therefore I can set my intentions and build within that. Because it's a reflection of me, that's why I resonate. But in being open to understanding, I can look at the aspects of five plus four. Somebody that thinks five plus four is a better way to get to nine. And I can be open to the dialogue that we create on why they think that's better for them. And I might find something in their way, in their mathematics that might work for me. I might want to try. And they might find something in mind that they might want to try. That's how you bond on that new frequency. See, when you're around others, when you're around individuals and entities and energies that are stuck on a certain way or living in a certain refuge, rather, it doesn't matter what you do to yourself. If you keep going back to that, it don't matter how many cleanses, how many sagings, how whatever you do to yourself, it doesn't matter. You cleanse yourself, sage yourself, do all of your discipline, do everything you're supposed to do. Every time you go to that space, all you're doing is charging that nest. You're charging that web. So you automatically are setting up your own trap. Unconsciously, you set up your own trap. Every time you go out, you feel you need to go do something for somebody else. So when it comes time to do something for you based on your perception of, well, I did it for them, they'll do it for me. Maybe they thought what they did was enough to get what you give them. Maybe they thought that what you, maybe they are based in their value of you based on the perception of what you gave them in the beginning. That's how they still see you. Because they see you anywhere, right? they see you anywhere else, they lose control. They get upset. They get controlling. Because you're moving outside of a space that they're not comfortable with. It should not be my job ever to go into a space and make anybody feel comfortable. I live in discomfort. I live in the comfort of being uncomfortable, being an odd man out. So for me to go into another space or in somebody else's dwelling or somebody else's house or whatever, and I gotta make them feel comfortable by adhering or submitting to the attributes of their space and it doesn't set right with my energy, I leave. I'll leave before I allow myself to stay into that dead space. And my ability in being strong enough with my energy and being in tune with my energy gives me that exact ability to do that. See, when you don't have the ability, when you're, when you haven't got to that frequency yet, or understand your freak, understanding why that vibration is where it's at, you get stuck on trying to change everything around you to suit you. You get stuck on trying to change everything around you to suit you. trying to be the voice of reason to the savages. The mindset is to adhere the prime target of destruction is needed. 
the mind this mindset that we're getting into is to destroy the prime target that is needed to be destroyed the humanity aspect that hive mindset in order to, once you understand the hive mindset and how it works and that collective that collective unity works based on a detrimental detriment to your detriment to your rising because you're trying to survive and accept gain acceptance to survival you have to understand that you have to separate yourself from the conditioning of unity you have to separate yourself from the conditioning of unity remember humanity the tree of life is meant to be a grounds of understanding the perils of what will what uh, ooh, let, me, let me rewind that because spirit got me hard on that remember humanity is humanity the tree of life is meant to be a grounds of understanding the parallels of what it will take to gain our desire of knowledge this lays within what we got into last week when I talked about dog. This is where the comfortable vibrations of identity get shaken. This is where the frequency of love is not under the definition of humanity, meaning a compartment, a compartmental substructure based upon survival. We are coming into the existence yeah, we're coming into the existence of the rebirth of what we've seen to be lost. The aspect of being lost in something, lost in translation, so always trying to translate yourself, that we get stuck in this ideal mindset that we need to get everything back that we lost, everything that was stolen from us, everything that was taken. And then you fight tooth and nail to get some shit back that you don't even need once you get it. You just stuck under the ego like, yeah, I got my TV back. Yeah, I got my shoes back. Yeah, I got my hoodie back. Yeah, I got this back. Whatever I leave in a space, I didn't want. I didn't need. And if I needed or wanted, I can desire. I have the desire for it. I can go create something even better. That's the mindset. Since from conscious, unconscious to conscious. All this shit, let them have it. Let them have the cake, let them have the toy. Let them have all the toys that you had hands in creating and create something better. But the only way to learn how to create something better is to learn your true power and learn how to wield from your power from within. Because if you're stuck trying to wield from the power, if you're stuck trying to sustain creating from something that's outside of you, you will never be fulfilled. You'll always be hungry, you'll always want something, you'll always need something. I can sit down content. Because everything I need is right where I need it to be. Everything I desire and want is right where I want it to be. Whether in the present sense or I'm in alignment to get next to it. And once you're on that frequency, you're unstoppable. That high mindset based on humanity is why they have you stuck searching 
and trying to fight for shit that you already had. That's where they got you boycotting fake boycotts and Black Lives Matter and fighting the Klan and fighting an oppressor because it keeps you locked within the hive like mindset. Everybody black fighting for black power. But then the contradiction is everybody black ain't black. Hmm. Fighting within, you're fighting the contradiction stuck in the conflict. You literally became the behavior. You literally became the side effects. You're literally acting out as the side effects. The behavior of what you came from or what you went through, you're acting out the behaviors. That's why it's so important to go through that aspect of understanding yourself by taking yourself to the next level in understanding. Because until you understand, you're only doing the same thing over and over and over again. That's why I keep trying to tell people so much. You're only repeating the same things over and over again. Let's get this, where was we at? What was the number was? Yeah, I already talked about we are coming into the existence, the rebirth of what seemed to be lost. Nothing's lost, everything is repeating itself at this level. So I put it like, I'm gonna give you, a, I'm gonna give you this thought. Even if this was a giant repeat, if you go through all the necessary steps within yourself to understanding, learning, and that job that you're in, let's take it for example, an analogy of a job. Take that job that you have, that you've been working for up teen months, 15, 20 months, whatever. Even if that's your only source of income and you hate your job, the benefit of that job is that you have it. You feel me? So the benefit of that job and you know they're gonna pay you, why don't you try to advance? Advance within the space. Go as far as you can go. Gain the experience. That way, if you can go no further, you have the confidence in yourself that you can go elsewhere. You do this a few times and eventually, you realize, I remember I had a conversation with a uh, question and answer period in one of my lectures. And someone told me they had a dream and they did everything they needed to do to manifest this job. And they got the job and they were, they were shooting for the job. But when it came time for the finalization to come into play, they didn't get the job. What does that mean? And it was a decent question. I'm paraphrasing the question. But then I told them, did you ever think about all the inf inf uh, all the experience that you have within that niche? All the experience you have within that niche. Did you ever think that you can actually start your own security firm? Did you ever have the thought that you can actually start your own security firm? That you can outsource and go work for a security firm or another firm or another space. It was a security firm. Instead of being a security guard for somebody else, all this advanced knowledge and training that you have, you can go to 
the facility where they do the training and apply for a job there and you can train others to do that. Creating your own reality. That's what this shit is about. We're leaving from this frequency of sustaining a reality based on survival. We're stepping out of this mindset of we have to move away from what we thought that we needed. The same hand that feeds you is the same hand that can starve you. I feed myself. Therefore, if I need to starve myself, I can starve myself. That's that discipline. One simple thing, 72 hours. I was reading something. You can't go 70, everybody went crazy after I posted it. That's how you know you're on that frequency. If you can't go something, if you can't go longer than 72 hours without something, you're a slave to it. Something deeper within you is a slave to that. Wrap this up and see you on the closeout. Of course, of course, of course, I gotta leave you plugged in. Gotta leave you plugged in with God Call Alchemist LLC. The entity that's bringing you all the content, such as the God of Podcast. This week's episode, of course, was Vibration Speed. If you are interested in becoming a supporter, you can become a monthly patron. It's within the uh, description. When you look in the description, it shows you have to become a monthly supporter. You can choose your amount that you donate with. Um, also, as always, gotta call alchemistllc.com is the website for all of the services, including customized services. Products at your door is the customized services starting from spirits, uh, spiritual baths, detoxes, anything of that nature to get you into it yourself as well as the consultations, as well as the guided meditations, the shadow works, the cons- the overall counseling, and putting that package together that's custom to getting into the true you. Um, and getting into the true you as we're getting deeper into that. Godical Alchemist is the, also the YouTube channel. Uh, this week we are getting into Wasted in Disguise. We're getting into Wasted in Disguise this week on Friday night lectures, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna get into the development of our subconscious identity is a disguise that until we understand how to submit to the attributes of the ideal of the environment that we are in, we can't learn. We can't benefit from that energy, benefit from reversing that space. Reversing what's happening outside of us and using it to our benefit, such as something as making America great again. Reversing that energy. We're gonna get into reversing the energy while staying disguised within the attributes of the ideal to navigate, hidden in plain sight. Using the external factor that we have been in fear of and turning it into becoming that monster, that savage. 
So yeah, Friday night, Lexus, 8 o'clock, East Fed time. Tune in, subscribe, share, like, and do what it's supposed to do. Um, also, the number is still 910-777-7708. That's 910-777-7708. If you have questions, comments, uh, ideas, thoughts you want to throw out there, if you're a upcoming business owner, hit the line. Uh, we can get the, we can uh, build a dialogue and get something together to get you sponsored. Get that sponsorship set up. Get you plugged in. And I can drop you into the plug talk. You can do that via the number. You can do it via the email. Setcallerneeds at gmail.com. It's S-E-T-C-A-R-L-O-N-E-G-U-S at gmail.com. Also, papalucy.com. papalucy666 at gmail.com. That's P-A-P-A-L-U-C-I 666 That's the number three times At gmail.com Get your information in there We can build We can do Cause The next season's coming up And that's when I'm getting into the video side As well as getting more into the interviews Interviewing uh, Getting your thoughts On The track Getting your thoughts on the track About different ideas We can build a dialogue Build a Back and build that back and forth to further raise that frequency, raise that vibration. Um, yeah, we having a good time, man. Keep y'all plugged in. What else? If you are interested, still GodicoAlchemistLLC.com. That's for the services, booking, lectures, all the queries on that nature. Gave the email addresses. Gave you the number to hit. A call alchemy at myshopify.com is where you can find all of the gear. All of the uh, clothing and merchandise, much, much more coming soon. Just an uh, overall good vibe as we building over here. Leaving y'all plugged in, getting y'all, keeping y'all in tune. Um, just want to say I love y'all. Just, just, just keep this flow, just keep that flow, keep the energy, just keep growing. This is an example of what growth is. Um, yeah. Got all that out of the way. Everything is within the description, so you, if you did not catch it when I said it, it's all in the description. Of this week's episode Yeah But I'ma leave y'all Over with Papa Lucy He don't finish up the closeout As Papa Lucy's finishing with the plug top Papa Lucy's going to finish with the closeout Just stay tuned Let's wrap this up Let that beat right out I love y'all Thanks for choosing God out as always Yeah Yeah
Whew, well, I almost ran, ran out of time. Like, when I'm doing certain recordings, like, I'm just start, I got it broke down to 30 minute segments. So, that's why I sped up at the end of that last piece. But I was talking about basically when in reality, what's left to be invisible to the eyes. No, what's, when in reality, what is left to the, be, what is, oh shit. What is left to be invisible to the physical eyes is because of the spectrum of colors. Remember, we only see, I think, I wanna say it like, we only see 40%, don't, don't take me up on that. We only see 40% of the spectrum of color with our physical eyes. Cause I know for a fact, when I go to the astral plane, I've seen colors that I've never seen before. Different hues of blues that aren't even cold. I've seen a color of blue that I've never seen on this, on anywhere around it. I've seen colors that far would boggle the minds of the greatest people on intellect, on the intellectual level. But you're seeing a different shade of light. You can't explain it. That's the enlightenment aspect. When you get into this, when you're on your true, when you're in your healing, you start healing, things that start falling into place where you can't explain. Things that start happening ways, things start start happening in ways that you can't explain exactly how it happened, what happened, when it happened. You it it goes past the paradigm of what human thought is. It goes past the paradigm of human thought. That's what we're going into. That big aspect that I say almost every single week, we, we, we past being human, we already did this. We've been there, done that. Everything that, needed be, everything that needed to be sustained in humanity is already done. Everything that's already needed to be done in your past has already been done. Every relationship, every friendship, everything that needed to be sustained and put into that space has already been done. That's why it's there. All you have to focus on is getting in tune with yourself and everything that's meant to be where you're focusing on will be there. Don't they say absent makes the heart grow fonder? If you let it go, if it comes back, then it's yours. That's the aspect that I'm saying, the only higher aspect. You gotta, that fear of letting go of shit, ultimately it's gonna better you. Ultimately letting go of shit betters you. Telling a motherfucker that they're right when they're not right, it betters you. Cause it bruises their ego. It challenges your ego to challenge their ego. And that's where your confidence comes from. As soon as you do it, you get more confident in yourself. I can do this. I can do anything. I'm limitless power. I am an unstoppable force. Because I have an understanding that when I 
even when I leave, and this is some real shit, even when I leave this space, my works are what will be used to take somebody further. And that's what it's mainly about. When you're putting in this work, you're doing it for yourself, and then incidentally, you're doing it for everybody else. That's why you always have the movies where the daughter or the son is trying to finish their father's work, finish their mother's great work, finish their father's great work. That's the aspect of what you need to be doing. Taking it from this level, taking it from the level where our master teachers have given us that, gave us that scholarship, taking that information, applying it to our own dynamic and shifting the paradigm. Look at so much. But we're going to get throughout the week with this. We're going to build throughout the week on this one. Stay tuned for, of course, it don't matter what time you're in, but 7.45 a.m., you know we do the Meditate and Elevation via Facebook. Rock Caller Needs. We do the via Facebook and IG. So that's every morning, Monday through Thursday. Every It's actually every Monday through Friday, but this Friday I had a lot of stuff on my plate. So, But I still did my meditation. But meditation, we told you about the classes. Just whatever you are at right now, don't be afraid to shake that vibration. Don't be afraid to shake that comfort level. Because if you, as long as you're afraid, everything around you is afraid. Reflections. Oh. Thank you for choosing the God Hour. It's been Papa Lucy. I'm going to sign out and get back to being the chaos and the creation that I am. I love y'all. We love us. I'll share.